0: Let's clap to the Lord this morning. Isn't God great? Come on, let's give Him a high praise. He deserves all the glory. Jesus, we love You. We worship You. We magnify You. Oh, there is no one like You. There is no one beside You. Amen. Amen. Such a great honor and privilege to be here with you this morning. Uh, It's awesome to feel the presence of God. And you know something great is going to happen. Because anytime Jesus shows up, Amen. You can expect anything to take place. Amen. Are you thankful this morning to be in one God, apostolic church? Hallelujah. Amen. I want to give honor to Pastor Vasquez, Sister Vasquez, this church family, Bishop Wilson, and Sister Wilson. We love you. We honor you this morning, and we thank you for uh, the opportunity to be here today. And uh, thank you so much for your prayers. And if you can just please be seated for a moment. Thank you for your prayers and help and support throughout the last 10 years to the work of God in the Middle East. God's been faithful. God's helped us. And uh, that that, that place was a ground that was difficult to break through. But there is nothing too difficult for God. And anytime that the Spirit of the Lord is able to move, God can speak life and healing and change people's uh, lives and give them freedom. Amen. And we are so thankful that Pastor Vasquez has uh, uh, visited us so far 10 times, and we're looking forward to having him next month with us again in that conference at, uh, at the work in Lebanon. God had, had kept Lebanon as an open field in that part of the world where the gospel can freely be preached, amen, and uh, people can be baptized in Jesus' name, get filled with the Holy Ghost without any government persecution. And we give God the glory for that. Our Lebanon will be able to reach the countries around us and the church in Egypt, just on my way here, got the permit from the Egyptian government to start having services. And so we thank God for that. Amen. <laughs> uh, we've already had several people baptized in the church and filled with the Holy Ghost. And the work in Iraq is, is, uh, is uh, God is prepping the way. Last, last year, I was able to go and God made the way where I became resident. Of the country of Iraq amen and so that was just God and and I feel like God is prepping the Middle East for revival amen I want to tell you I want to be right in the middle of it I want to be where God is working I want to be part of what God is doing and we thank you we thank you Bethlehem Church for praying for giving for supporting us we believe that when it's all said and done we're gonna see a great church rising from the Middle East to meet the Lord Amen, and we thank God for it. i so honored to have my wife with me today. I've traveled for years by myself, and thank God our kids have grown, and we're able. To, she's able to travel with me now, but I, I honor my wife. She's been by my side planting the work in Lebanon, and uh, uh, God had, had uh, used her greatly in the work there recently. We got a school building, and uh, that's that school building is, is government recognized, and it's the first apostolic school that's governed recognized in the Middle East. And the, the awesome thing about it. Amen. God is so great. The awesome thing about it that we're able to reach the children in our area, teach their parents, teach the teachers. As a matter of fact, so far we've had about four kids receive the Holy Ghost this year from the school. That was one of the most beautiful things you can see. Amen some of the teachers has been visiting our church and wednesday night right we're supposed to leave uh, early morning thursday so wednesday night we were having church service and god was moving great and we've had a one of our teachers just God moved on her she wanted to be baptized and while while we're getting baptized i had another visitor in my office that was getting a bible study and uh uh, my wife walked into my office and she told me, honey, everything, we've had an incident that we have, we have an 11-year-old uh, girl from our school, that, from our school and our church that, that uh, was crossing the road outside the church and a car hit her. And, uh, and uh, she, she had hit her and she flipped in the air and fell back on her back. And so I walked, I walked with my wife and some, most, some of our church folks were outside also. We walked there. And she was laying there. And these are the moments that you would think, I thought to myself, what can we do? You know, we didn't know if she broke her back, if she is, uh, has broken bones. It was such a severe accident. But something just, you know, in a moment where you cannot do anything physically, you can do something spiritually. And the only thing we went, we went and laid hands on her and prayed in the name of Jesus that God would touch her and that God won't have any issues with her. After we prayed, we felt God's spirit just moved upon her. And I asked her, Ellen, are you able to walk? She said, I'm able to walk. And picked her up and she walked. Amen. Make the story short. Isn't God awesome? When you don't know what to do, you can call on his name. Oh, and he will show up. And he'll give you a miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. The ambulance came. We went with her. I thought, well, there is no telling if we're going to make this trip or not. But... uh, uh, God had a different plan. They x rayed her and there was no bone broken, just had little bruises. And, and just thank God. Thank God. And so, you know what we did? We went right back to church, baptized the sister in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And as the Holy Ghost moved, was, man, sometimes the devil feels like he has the victory, but you gotta say, wait a minute, devil, God is not through. Hallelujah. God is not through. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. As you stand with me today, wanna to, in prayer felt like God wants me to go in this direction and uh, feel the presence of the Lord so strong today. And one more time, wanna thank you for your prayers for Lebanon for the Middle East. Wanna to go to the book of Acts, chapter eight and verse five. This is right after that the church was going through a severe persecution. Philip was going down to the city of Samaria. The Bible says in Acts 8 and verse 5, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirit crying with loud voice came out of many that were possessed with them and many taken with palsies that were lame were healed there was a great joy in that city but there was a certain man called simon which before time in the same city used sorcery and bewitched the people of samaria giving out that himself was some great one to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest saying this man is The great power of God and to him they had regard because that of a long time he had bewitched them with sorceries but when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ they were baptized both men and women then Simon himself believed also and when he was baptized he continued with Philip and wondered beholding the miracles and signs which were done amen with the help of the Lord just for a little bit, I want to preach this morning about the results of breaking of a curse. The results of a breaking of a curse. I want to ask you, if you can please put your Bibles down, lift your hands with me toward heaven, and ask you to please help me pray. Lord, we thank you for your presence that we feel in this place this morning. We ask you, God, to take charge and that you administer to our hearts and minds. We completely depend on you and give you all the glory and all the honor. And we pray in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And let's give the Lord a good hand clap today because he's worthy. Jesus is worthy. We love you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And please be seated. Curses are mentioned throughout the Bible. Thankful this morning that I worship a God that is a God of a blessing. I believe that that one of God's character is that God loves to bless. Amen. And we know that God does not favor people, but God honors his principles. And anybody that would follow God and follow God's principle will will, will benefit from the promises that they are attached to God's principle. Amen. But we also understand, as we read the Bible, we understand that curses are also the results of sin, and they are the results of being disobedient to God. I don't believe that it is the will of God for anybody to be under a curse, but I believe that uh, that we bring ourselves under a curse when we disobey God and we allow sin to enter into our life. Now we 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 the first place that we read about curses being introduced in the bible it was in the book of genesis this is when when uh, adam and eve had fallen in sin and they uh, ate from the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil they disobeyed god and 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 this is when the earth was cursed because of adam's sin and curse entered into the world now Because of sin, the Bible tells us, death entered into the world and and the world became under a curse. Amen. Not only that uh, death was part of our world, but also everything around us, nature has become under a curse because of sin. Amen. As you read further throughout the Scripture, we, when 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 Cain killed his brother Abel, Amen, the curse was ground, uh, uh, was uh, the earth was cursed because of his action also, and would not give him its fruit, would not give him its power. Amen. There is something about that when God's blessings come onto a person, Amen. You'll feel the blessings, Amen, will give you an abundance and overflow. You really don't have to work for God's blessings, you just have to be obedient to it and it'll become part of your life. Amen. But somehow when curses comes into someone's life they steal God's blessings from him and becomes hard to live in this world becomes hard amen to live under you feel like you're supposed to go a hundred miles per hour but you're barely moving five miles per hour and you feel like things are really not broken or they're not loose now we read further throughout the scripture that uh, that throughout the bible amen men and women had to struggle because they lived under a curse now now the bible tells us that that uh uh, uh, curses were were came into people's lives and some some they had they had issues and they had results because of these curses some people were cursed with different sicknesses and different diseases and some 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 things had entered into their lives and uh, simply because the devil had power over their lives Uh, we, we know that when somebody sin, he's giving the devil power over his life. And I want to tell you this morning, the devil has come to kill and to steal and to destroy. Amen. He did not come to give you life or a better life or an abundant life. He came to rob God's favor and the joy, amen, of God out of your life. And that's when when what, what, what happened is when somebody gives his life to sinning, amen, that they, they bring themselves under a curse. And now the devil will have influence over their minds, influence over their lives, and will start drive them. Now, I love to read the gospels. I love to read about when you really look into the depth of the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord did not just deal with with things, but he kind of took the cover over these things and he started naming things as they are. Amen. You read throughout the scriptures that Jesus, when he came to our world, he did not just deal, amen, with certain issues, but he dealt with curses. Hallelujah. He dealt with devils and he connected these curses to devils. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is part, that's why we are apostolic this morning. Because we are willing to speak about things the way they are. Hallelujah. Because we believe in a God that's able to to deliver and to set free and to bring change. Oh, hallelujah. We still believe that when somebody got the Holy Ghost, he got the power of God on the inside of them. I still believe that when somebody got baptized in Jesus' name, that the chains of sins are being loosened. Oh hallelujah, it never dawned. I have I have yet to see someone that really repented from their hearts and get baptized in Jesus name that they came out of the water and they feel that liberty and they feel that deliverance and they feel like that weight was off of their shoulder. Can I tell you why this morning? Because sin was dealt with, the blood had been applied, hallelujah, At the name of Jesus. Had broken these curses. Now we read, and, and I want to tell you, I, I don't believe that every sickness is connected to sin and is connected to curses. But Some are in the Bible. Amen. I can get sick just simply being around people. Amen. To have the flu or, or, or eating bad. But, but biblically speaking, some sicknesses are related to curses. Amen. And so we read, we read in Philip 8 and 6. And when the people with one accord gave heed unto these things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did for unclean spirits crying with loud voice came out of many that were possessed with them and many taken with palsies and they were lame were healed. Hallelujah. Amen. So Often we try to deal with the symptoms of sickness without really trying to deal with the cause of it symptoms go and come back but unless you deal with the cause they're gonna come right back hallelujah amen but i'm thankful that our lord jesus did not just pray for people to be healed but sometimes he went in and he dealt with the cause with the things and then they were healed amen so we understand in jesus jesus in matthew 8 and 16 the bible says that when the eve was come they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils and he cast out the spirit with his word and healed all that were sick amen the bible tells us amen that there are sp- various spirits amen that they are they have certain names and that names is connected to their behavior amen i want to tell you that devils are not just devils but some devils has, has devils has has names and they have characters amen now devils and spirits don't have Bodies, that's why they're after possessing people. Amen. So they can live in that body and make that they act in that body. And they can move in that body and they can have function in that body. But I'm thankful this morning that so is the Holy Ghost is is wanting to fill people. Amen. So he can move. God can move in them and give them life. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we read in Luke 13 and 11. The Bible tells us about the spirit of infirmity. And that comes on people and they feel weak and they feel tired all the time now. Again, I'm going I'm to be, be very careful as I speak about this. Because you can be eating bad and, and not exercising. And you can be low on vitamins and minerals and feel the same thing. But I want to tell you sometimes, amen, just being weak has to do with the spirit of infirmity. Amen. The Bible tells us in Luke 13 and 11. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity. For 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. Amen. Until Jesus came and he looked at that woman. Amen. And he cast her out, that devil's, and she was healed. Yes. But as you read further in the Gospels, you understand there's not just a spirit of infirmity, but there are also evil spirits. I don't believe it's in the character of people to do evil. I believe people do evil because there's a spirit in them driving them to do evil. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke seven twenty-one, and in that same hour he cured many of their infirmities and plagues, and of evil spirit and unto many that were blind he gave sight. The Bible tells us amen that there is also a spirit of jealousy. Do you know that jealousy is not just a feeling? Hallelujah. Jealousy is a spirit. Now some of these spirits don't work by themselves but they work with other spirits and their purpose is to destroy and to kill. Hallelujah, amen. Spirit of jealousy comes into someone's life, and all of a sudden a spirit of accusations comes right behind it, and they start operating together. And this person's become eaten with that spirit, and, and they open their minds to the thoughts and, and to the actions. And before you know it, marriages are being destroyed, families are being destroyed, ministries are being destroyed because of a spirit of a jealousy. Oh, hallelujah! Amen. That's right. And so the Bible tells us in Numbers 5 and 14. And the spirit of jealousy came upon him and he be jealous of his wife and she be defiled. Amen. Because these spirits when they come into someone's mind. Amen. They start releasing things through their words and through their actions that they will penetrate other people in their minds and thoughts. Hey, we're living in a spiritual world. We're living in a world that has, that's been under the influence of devils and under the influence of spirits. But I'm thankful today that I can walk into one God, apostolic church, amen. And God's presence and God's manifestation <laughs> will drive out every single spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to tell you right now, right here, that devils, devils are, are when, they, when, when you start speaking about them, when you start dealing with the spirits, they hide. Hallelujah. It's one thing about the devil that he doesn't like to have the covers taken off. He does not like to be exposed. He does not like to be named. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible tells us that there is a lying spirit. Amen. People don't just lie. Some people just, they don't have the truth in them. They cannot speak truth. Everything they want to say is a lie amen and that's a spirit that gets a hold of somebody amen they now it lives inside of them and there is no truth in them the Bible tells us in first King 22 and 20 amen when God wanted to bring judgment on Ahab the Lord said who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead and one said on, on this manner and another said on that manner and there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said I will persuade him and the Lord said, uh, unto him wherewith and he said i will go forth and i will be a lying spirit at the mouth of all his prophets and he said thou shalt persuade them; prevail also go forth and do so amen the bible tells us that there is a foul spirit and there is a dumb spirit and there is a deaf spirit amen mark 9 and 25 when jesus saw that the people came running together he rebuked the foul spirit And saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. Amen. I want to tell you, I've seen an unclean spirit. The Bible tells us an unclean spirit in Matthew chapter 10. Sometimes you go into homes and you wonder, how can people live in these homes? Hallelujah. Unclean, unclean cars, unclean homes, unclean lives, Hallelujah. Amen. I want to tell you when God, when somebody, God fills somebody with the Holy Ghost, God brings order to their lives. God, amen. There's something about the spirit of the Lord that makes you want to make things right and makes things good, make things beautiful. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. The Bible tells us there is a spirit of holdings. Hosea 5 and 4, they will not frame their doings to turn unto their God for the spirit of holdings is in the midst of them and they have not known the Lord. And as you read further throughout the scriptures, you understand that people's behavior is attached to a certain spirit. That's why I want to be full of the Holy Ghost because I want the Holy Ghost to impact my behavior, my walks in life, my speech, my actions. Oh, hallelujah! My feelings, my emotions. The Bible also tells us that there are things that they have entered into people's lives. And this is what I have found out. I found out that often people don't realize that they live under a curse. Amen. You could be born into a house that's been under a curse. And you grew up in it and you wonder all your life, why, why are things so? Hallelujah. Can I tell you there is, there is a suicide spirit. That gets into someone. Amen. They open their minds to it. They go go and act upon it. And now that spirit is in the house. Amen. The the, the great grandmother committed suicide. The mama committed suicide. And now the daughter is struggling with suicide. Can I tell you that's a spirit in the home. And that's a curse that's been put upon that home. Hallelujah. And and children are being born into homes. uh, That they don't understand why things are the way they are. Simply because uh, nobody had dealt with these spirits or these curses hallelujah amen the bible that we, sp- we read throughout the scriptures you know when something about God when God blesses a person he blesses their household he blesses the house of Jacob the house of Issachar, the house of Benjamin can I tell you when you make a decision to break from a curse and come under the presence of God and live for God God is not just going to bless you but God will bless your home will bless your children, will bless your work. oh hallelujah Hallelujah. Amen. And sometimes we read throughout the scriptures in number 14 and 18. The Bible says that the Lord is long-suffering and of a great mercy. Forgiving iniquity and transgression and by no means clearing the guilty. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. Hallelujah. That's why I want to tell you fathers this morning. Be careful what you open yourself to. Be careful what you bring into your home. Hallelujah. Mother, be careful what you open yourself to because whatever decisions you make is not just going to affect you, but it's going to affect your home, your children, your grandchildren. And I want to tell you this morning, I want to make a decision that brings God's blessings upon my children, upon my household. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us, Amen. And we don't, we, we read throughout these, these, these generational curses that they are in the Bible. In Deuteronomy 1 and 36, the Bible says, Save Caleb, the son of Jephna, he, he shall see it, and to him will I give the land that he had trodden upon and to his children because he has wholly followed the Lord. Amen. That's when the Bible says God's blessings will come into your household. Isn't it something that you can look at some families and you can see them blessed? Hallelujah, they hardly have to do anything but God's blessings is up at, at, at home. But you can look at some families and you look at some houses and you feel like, man, there's, there's, there's nothing they can do that succeed or it does well. Right. Do you know why? It's simply because that spirit is in the home and that curse is upon that household. Right. Hallelujah, the Bible tells us about Caleb. And this is, this is how, how spirits enter to people. I believe it enters through the mind. Amen. The devil can't force himself upon people without opening their minds to it. You could be driving and a thought comes to your mind and you start entertaining it. And when you start entertaining it, you open yourself to it. And now you're acting after these thoughts. And now that spirit comes and lives inside of you. And you think that this is the way I am. No, this is not the way you are. This is what you open your mind to. This is because you did not take an action and stop it right there. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I've, I've, felt, I've seen people have, have suffered through, uh, through things that has happened to them. Amen. Simply because being at a young age, a little child, that something has done to them. and some, They've been exposed to something when they're at a young age. And now they struggle. They struggle with, with the spirit of fear all their lives. Because something had happened way under. And they cannot walk into a dark room because they're afraid. Can I tell you, fear is not just a feeling. It's a spirit. Oh, hallelujah. That's right. It's a spirit. Isn't it something that when God gives you the Holy Ghost, he gives you boldness. Hallelujah. He gives you boldness. You have no fear, but you, you, you're like a lion in the face of your enemies. Amen. We, we really don't understand the sin, amen, of, of Milk. But the Bible tells us he was the father of Rebekah and Laban. Amen. Rebekah was the mother of Jacob. But we understand how, how Jacob all of his life was a con artist and he was a deceiver. You know why? Because his mother was like that. His uncle was like that. And probably his, great, his grandfather was like Because something has brought into the family. And all of his life he had to struggle with this until one day he broke from that curse. I want to tell you, I don't want to spend another 20 years of my life fighting my dad and my mom's things. Amen. I I want that curse to be broken. I want change. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. We read about Judah. We understand that Judah, amen, committed fornication. In Genesis 38, 13 through 18, Judah committed fornication with Tamar. And that spirit entered into that home. And it didn't stop with Judah, but it went down to David. Something about spirits, amen, that they wait. They don't have, uh, they don't, they're not worried about time. They wait until you're weak. And as long as that spirit is there and you're, you're weak, then this is when they move and they make their kill. Right. Hallelujah. We understand that David in 2 Samuel 12 committed fornication with Bathsheba, Uriah's wife. Why? Because that house was under a curse. Judah allowed that spirit of fornication to come into his home and stayed in the home until it brought death and destruction. The Bible tells us it didn't stop with David but went into Amnon. Amnon raped his sister Tamar. It didn't stop there but Solomon. Solomon lusted after a woman until he started worshipping false god and split the kingdom. Oh hallelujah. I want to tell you this morning be careful what you open yourself to. Because nothing is going to come into your life that's not going to affect you in one way or the other. And as we go and walking with God, I believe, I believe that God delivers. And I believe that God saves. And I believe God changes people's lives. But I want to tell you something. There's got to be something in your life that you're gonna, you are have to look at certain things in your own home, in your own family. And said, you know what? We're going to break loose from that. I, 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 listen to me this morning. Do you know, do you know that some people live under the spirit of fear all their life because their mama died with cancer, their their mother died with cancer, and they feel like they're going to die in cancer. Can I tell you, you can break that curse, you can change that thing. It is not the will of God to live in that that mindset. Hallelujah. You don't have to live under things that simply because they are in your home, you can cut that. It doesn't matter if you're, you're, your father was alcoholic, your uncles were alcoholic. You don't have to be an alcoholic. Your children doesn't have to be alcohol. You can break that things. You can set it free. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you ever wondered? Sometimes you drive around stores here in the U.S. and they say wine and spirits. Do you know why it's wine and spirits? Because behind every alcohol, there is a spirit. That will make you feel in a certain way and when you drink a certain alcohol you open yourself to that particular spirit they called it spirits can I tell you same thing is about drugs some drugs people they say they do drugs makes you feel in a certain way you know why because you numb your body and that spirit comes and violates you and make you feel a certain way and make you do things that the spirit wants you to do and before you know it those spirits are in your home They say some drugs, you cannot break loose of them because that's how strong the spirits get a hold of somebody. And I tell you, you can do all kind of rehab and I believe in doing all that. But I tell you, there is nothing like the power of the Holy Ghost. There is nothing like breaking a curse. There is nothing like, oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I refuse to live the rest of my life with, the, my, with my head in the sands. Uh, there is times I got to look things the same way, the, the, the way they are and say I'm going to deal with them. I'm going to break that curse. Uh, I believe in my God that's able far and beyond what you can imagine. It is not the will of God for for that spirit to be in your home. It is not the will of God for your children to struggle with it. Amen. The Bible tells us there is a spirit of, of devouring spirit that comes. It's not the will of God for anybody in this church to be struggling financially. That's not my Bible and that's not my God. I believe that it is the will of God to bless you. To open the windows of heaven and put a blessing upon you that you cannot handle hallelujah oh hallelujah do you know that being stingy is a spirit oh hallelujah it's not like our God because God is not stingy but the devil is stingy the devil holds back but when you come to know God God has an open hand oh come on somebody I want to tell you when you look at the actions that you're doing and said this this spirit is coming these actions are coming from that spirit and I'm going to bring change Hallelujah hallelujah the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy 7:15, the Lord will take away from thee all sickness and I will, put, I will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee but will lay them upon all of them that hate thee when God moves in your life he'll take sickness he'll take fear he'll take cur- you know what he does he breaks the curse our God breaks the curse I said my God breaks curses my God set people free. My God change your destiny. My God can pull you from one place and put you into another place. My God can take your fear. I have recognized. I have recognized, came to realize that some things, you know, I, I found out that sometimes depression and oppression are not just chemical imbalance in the body. Sometimes they are, but sometimes they're just spirits. Amen. We could be having great church service in Lemon on Sunday night. I would wake up Monday depressed. Why are you depressed? Hallelujah. Until you look at that thing. You know what? That's a spirit. Because when the Holy Ghost comes. The Holy Ghost. One of the fruits of the Holy Ghost. Give you joy. Joy. From inside out. You'll be happy. You don't know why you're happy. But you're happy. Because you have joy on the inside. The Bible tells us that the Samaritans were living under a curse and they did not know it. And they thought that that the Simon is something, something great, and uh, you know, but what one of the symptoms that you can tell that people are under a curse is they don't have joy. Hallelujah. Because when 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 Philip went into that city, and this is, I believe, this is what Philip did. Now don't tell me you're in a dark area and there is devils and there is alcohol and there is drugs That's all right. Your God is bigger than that. If God can fill people in the Middle East, God can fill people anywhere. In my opinion. Oh, hallelujah! I'm gonna say it one more time. If God can fill people in a dark place, what the gospel? Can I tell you something? God can do anything. I said, God can do anything. Oh, hallelujah! Well. they were living in an area where, where, where there was curses and, and people are depressed and people are oppressed. And you can feel and that's that's when I first went to Egypt, Pastor V, that's what I felt. I went there and you can feel that strongholds and I said to myself, There is no way, how can God give a revival into a place where it's such under a strong darkness? Until I went to a church one night I was invited to preach and there I was speaking and suddenly it's like there was a bucket of water you took it and you threw it on one part of the church and the Holy Ghost knocked everybody down and God spoke said I can pour my spirit at any place I can do miracles at any place I can heal at any time I can change people in any place because I'm God Oh, hallelujah Oh, hallelujah Hallelujah So Philip went down the area, went down the streets. And you know what? He started start preaching. It was a great message. All what he was preaching, he said, you know what? I'm going to tell you about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God will bring you healing. The kingdom of God will set you free. The kingdom of God will restore your family and bring your joy into your life. The kingdom of God will give you life, a better life and more abundant life. And he just started telling them about the kingdom of God. But he didn't stop there. He said, if you want to get that kingdom of God, you got to get that name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you can be healed. In the name of Jesus, you can have a new beginning. In the name of Jesus, you can break bad habits. In the name of Jesus, you can break addiction. In the name of Jesus, you can be set free. In the name of Jesus, you can have a new life. And you start preaching to them. I know it's not a big message, but there is so much power about the name of Jesus. The Bible says that when they heard it, when they heard it, they believed it. And when they believed it, they said, we're going to act upon it. Oh, hallelujah. Now listen, I'm used to, to electricity going, oh, we have it all the time. I'll tell you, God does great things in darkness. Oh, hallelujah. I said, God does great things in darkness. You can get the Holy Ghost right where you're at. You can be healed right where you're at. God can set you free right where you're at. They said, I believe it. I believe it. I'm not going to leave church this morning the same way I came. I'm not going to live in the same place, but I'm ready. I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for a curse to be broken. I'm going to break that curse of sickness. I'm going to break that curse of cancer. I'm going to break that curse of diabetes. Oh, I don't have to die the same way my dad died and my mama died. Oh, hallelujah. And the Bible tells us when they believed Philip, they were baptized, both men and women. And can I tell you, the Bible says, and there was joy in that city. If you stand with me right now, man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah! 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 Oh, hallelujah! Is going to stop right here. This curse is going to be broken right here. Do you know? Can I tell you? That people can have the Holy Ghost living for God. But that curse is still in their home. Come on. That's right. That's right. Their children are struggling with it. Their spouse is struggling with it. It's still in the home. Yes. Doubt and unbelief and jealousy. Yes. Free now. Free now. You name it. Yes, it can be broken right now. And I believe that the Holy Ghost want to break it right now. That's why I want you to be bold. When you come down to the altar, don't come and beg God and feel like, no, no, no. God it's the will of God for it to break. It's the will of God for you to leave this place full of joy. A change in your finances. A change in your life. A change in your marriage. A change in your family. A change in your city. That's why I'm going to ask you to lift your hands right now. So you lift your hands with me. Can I tell you one of the purpose that Jesus came to this world? The Bible tells us for this cause the Lord came to the world. Is to destroy the work of the devil. Any place that the devil has dominion, God want to destroy it today. So if you need God to break something in your life, I want you to be bold. And I want you to walk down to this altar. And I said, God, I believe you. I believe in your name. And Lord God, I'm going to pray right now for it to be broken. And for me to be loosened from it. My family loosened from it. I will not live one more day with it. It's going to stop right now. And I want to tell you, as you lift your hand toward the Lord right now. And, and believe with me. And call on the name of Jesus. The devil is going to flee. The devil will, will flee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, if you still drive and move around the place and you feel that tuck I want to tell you God, want to break that spirit That alcoholic spirit, that that spirit that's trying to bring you, that spirit from hell Trying to bring you back under that curse You're loosened today, you're loosened from pain, you're loosened from bondage You're loosened from the works of the enemy Hallelujah, that's it He loves you. God loves you. Hallelujah. You are this child. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Press your way through. Press your way through. Can deal with that depression and oppression that you're struggling with. God can give you that joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. As Pastor prays with you and lay hands on you, I want you to believe with me right now. In the name of Jesus, I'm free.
1: To reach over to somebody close to you and just begin to pray in Jesus name just ask them ask the Lord to touch them in the name of Jesus Lord I pray your blessing over my church family, my brother my sister in Jesus name God give peace that passes understanding deliverance come on there's power in the name of Jesus thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Praise God. That's right. Speak his name. Go ahead and speak the name of Jesus over your circumstance. Speak the name of Jesus over your life.
2: In Jesus' name.
1: your hands to heaven and why don't you just begin to call on the name of Jesus he's got peace for you he's got hope for you he's got deliverance for you he's got healing for you Oh, well, the curse is broken in Jesus name you need to speak it out the curse is broken in Jesus name Oh, come on, let's praise him. I believe somebody's had their curse broken today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, today would be a wonderful day for you to go down in water in Jesus' name. If you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, God is pouring it out. Amen. You can leave here with a brand new beginning in life. Isn't that awesome? Amen. Remember first steps in just a moment. Production team, if you're a, a producer, uh, you do live or camera, meet right up here in the front in just a few moments. Amen. How many want some good news? How many get tired of bad news? Is anybody paying attention? Here's some good news. The apostolics of Beirut have, brought, have bought property And are getting ready to build a new church in Jesus' name. Isn't that awesome? Amen. And God is setting that church up to be a lighthouse to reach into all these nations in that area. How many is going to help me pray? That God will make a way to make it happen in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we believe it, Lord. We stand with our brother and our church family in Beirut. And God, we pray in the name of Jesus for you to open heaven and pour out a blessing. Let that church be built for the glory of God, and let it be a lighthouse to that region for the name of Jesus Christ to change lives and break curses and bring revival in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be dismissed in the name of the Lord.